Greetings, ladies and gentlemen from all over the world. Today, we are excited to present to you a new episode of the greatest podcast ever, which is not exactly the best yet, but it will soon be. The episode will cover a very important topic, from root memorization to critical thinking, navigating the transition in education. Over time, education systems have improved and changed. In the 21st century, the modern education system has replaced the traditional system and become the global standard. However, some countries continue to adhere to the traditional system, or the system itself has not completely changed. Therefore, what do we mean when we talk about traditional or modern education? Is the modern education system easier to use and better than the traditional educational system? Or perhaps it's merely a more developed form of the conventional educational system? Is the current educational system truly flawed and ineffective? Or are we viewing it incorrectly? In short words, what exactly are the distinctions between the modern and the traditional educational system? Our guests will help us understand these issues by providing a deeper analysis of the situation from both their own and our point of view. So first of all, let's introduce our first guest, Hassan Belfaqi. He's an incredibly talented student. He had participated in numerous competitions, including English, Computer and Technology Olympiads. In addition, he was employed by the school newspaper. I am hoping he can share with us his unique perspective as a pupil. Hello, Hassan. I'm Asma, and it's my pleasure to be your host today. Actually, I would like to ask you some questions to know your perspective on the traditional and the modern educational systems. Uh, first of all, uh, what do you think are the main differences between the traditional and the modern educational systems? Uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me on this podcast. Uh, the main differences between the two systems is that the traditional educational system often uh, follows a, trend, a standardized curriculum where all students uh, learn the same material at the same pace. And actually, this approach aims to ensure uniformity and consistency in education. But uh, on the other hand, uh, the modern education system uh, prioritized personalized learning, tailoring the education experience to each student's uh, individual needs and strengths and interests. And this approach uh, recognizes that every learner is a unique and may benefit from different teaching method and content. Okay, uh, do you think that the modern educational system promotes critical thinking, life skills, and decision-making skills using technology? Well, yes, of course. Uh, actually, the modern education system uh, indeed leverages technology to promote these things like life skills, uh, critical things, and other uh, things, providing access to vast amounts of information and resources beyond what the traditional uh, textbooks can offer. And with the internet, of course, and digital libraries, students can explore diverse perspectives, conduct research, and engage in independent learning. Moreover, uh, technology enables interactive and collaborative learning experience and students can uh, engage in online discussions, virtual simulation and multimedia presentation 
and that require actually them to like you know think critically, solve problems, and make informed decisions. And uh, this where the beauty of the modern system education is. They can engage in real world scenarios, applying their you know knowledge and skills to uh, particular particular uh, situations. Uh, does the traditional educational system hinder the development of talented students who may not excel in academics, or do you think it's just an excuse? Uh, in the traditional education system, actually, there can be a tendency to prioritize academic excellence and standardize the you know, uh, measurements of success, which actually may intentionally hinder talented students who may not excel in, in, in the traditional academic sense. But however, it's important to note, like, you know, that this doesn't necessarily mean that the traditional system is intentionally designed to hinder such students. Because the traditional system often places a heavy emphasis in grades, test scores, and academic uh, achievements, which can create a narrow definition of success. And this can actually you know, lead to talented students who possess their forms of intelligence or talents. And uh, this is uh, you know, a very important thing to understand because many people complaining about uh, how the traditional education system work. Okay, uh, do you think that the traditional educational system focuses on values, morals, and customs in society? Well, uh, actually yes. Uh, the system recognizes that the importance of instilling a sense of moral and ethical responsibility in students, as well as preserving culture, heritage, and social norms. One way uh, in which the traditional system focuses on values is through the inclusion of moral education or character development programs. And these programs can like, aim to teach students about virtues such as honesty, respect, kindness, and responsibility. Uh, you know, they uh, emphasize the importance of good behavior, ethical decision making, and contributing positively uh, to society, and this is a very good advantage for traditional education system of how the uh, traditional education system improve or promote, uh, like, you know, kindness and moral and so on. That's it. Uh, that was the end of our interview. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Hassan, for your insightful comment. We will now go on to the next guest, Teacher Hassan Abdelwali. He's an English teacher and he has worked in the field of education for more than 10 years. Perhaps he will share some of his experiences and offer us an alternative perspective on this topic. Hello, teacher Hussain. I'm Asma and it's my pleasure to be your host today. Actually, I want to ask you some questions to know your perspective about the traditional and the modern educational systems. Hello, Asma. It's a great pleasure to be here. How has the educational system evolved over the time? Education has evolved significantly over time, from traditional methods of teaching and learning to more modern and innovative approaches. In the past, education was primarily focused on rote memorization and strict discipline, with limited access to resources and information. However, with advancements in technology and pedagogy, 
education has become more personalized, interactive, and accessible. The evolution of education can be seen in the shift towards student-centered learning, in the integration of technology in the classroom, and the emphasis on critical thinking and problem-solving skills. Additionally, the expansion of online learning platforms and open educational resources has made education more flexible and adaptable to individual needs. This has also led to a greater emphasis on lifelong learning and continuous skill development. Uh, what are the main differences between the traditional educational system and the modern educational system, in your opinion? In my opinion, the main differences are teaching methods, use of technology, flexibility and customization, assessment methods, and focus on real-world skills. Generally speaking, the modern educational system aims to be more student-centered, adaptable, and relevant to the needs of a rapidly changing world, while the traditional educational system may have been more rigid and focused on a standardized approach to learning. Is the traditional educational system inherently bad or are there positive aspects that we may not be seeing clearly? The way I see this, the traditional educational system has both positive and negative aspects. On the positive side, it provides a structured and organized approach to learning with a clear curriculum and set of standards. However, the traditional educational system also has its drawbacks. It can be rigid and inflexible, not allowing for individualized learning to or catering to different learning styles. It may also focus on too much on rote memorization and standardized testing, rather than fostering critical thinking and creativity. Additionally, it may not be always inclusive of diverse perspectives and experiences. Does the traditional educational system hinder the development of talented students who may not excel in academics, or is that just an excuse? Well, the traditional educational system can indeed hinder the development of talented students who may not excel in academics. This is because the focus on standardized testing and grades uh, often overlooks other forms of talent and intelligence, such as creativity, artistic ability, leadership skills, and practical problem solving. However, it is important to note that this is not just an excuse. Many talented individuals have struggled within the traditional educational system and have found success later in life when they were able to pursue their passions and talents outside of the academic environment. In the traditional educational system, the learning process is teacher-centered. How does this affect the student's ability to improve their talents? The teacher-centered approach in traditional educational system can sometimes limit students' ability to improve their talents. In a teacher-centered classroom, the focus is often, often on the teacher delivering information and students passively receiving it. This can leave little room for students to explore and develop their individual talents and interests. Furthermore, in teacher-centered environment, students may not always have the opportunity to take ownership of their learning and pursue their passions. 
In the modern educational system, the learning process is student-centered. How does this adaptability benefit students? The student-centered approach in modern educational systems allows students to take control of their own learning and pursue their interests and talents. This adaptably benefits students in several ways. Well, for personalized learning, students have the opportunity to learn at their own pace and in a way that suits their individual learning style. This can help them to better understand and retain information, leading to improved academic performance, fostering creativity and innovation by allowing students to explore their talents and interests. The student-centered approach encourages creativity and innovation. Students are able to think critically problem solve and develop unique ideas and solutions. When students are able to pursue passions and showcase their talents, it can boost their confidence and self-esteem. This can have a positive impact on their overall well-being and motivation to learn. Encouraging lifelong learning by allowing students to take ownership of their learning and the student-centered approach installs the love for learning that extends beyond the classroom. Is one of the traditional educational system or the modern educational system better than the other or do both of them have their own unique purposes and benefits? Well, both traditional and modern educational systems have their own unique purposes and benefits. Traditional educational system often focus on uh, discipline, structure, and standardized curriculum, which can provide a strong foundation of knowledge and skills. On the other hand, modern educational systems, with their student-centered approach, prioritize personalized learning, creativity, and critical thinking, which can better prepare students for the complexities of the modern world. Ultimately, the goal of education should be to provide students with the knowledge, skills, and mindset necessary uh, to succeed in an ever-changing world. Therefore, a balanced approach that incorporates elements of both traditional and modern educational systems may be the most effective way to achieve this goal. From your point of view, how is education in America different from education in Yemen? In America, education is compulsory for children between the ages of 6 and 18. And the system is largely, largely based on the standardized curriculum with a focus on core subjects such as math, science, English, and social studies. The education system in America is also known for its emphasis on extracurricular activities, sports, and wide range of elective courses. On the other hand, education in Yemen faces challenges such as limited resources, overcrowded classrooms, and a lack of qualified teachers. The curriculum in Yemen may not be as standardized or comprehensive as in America, and access to quality education can be limited especially in rural areas. In America, there is a strong emphasis on individualism and critical thinking, while in Yemen, traditional values and religious teachings may influence the educational approach. That was our interview. Thank you. Thank you so much. Teacher Hussein, thank you for sharing all of your important and perceptive observations.
Let's now change things up by traveling to the USA, a nation with entirely different ideologies. Professor Green is our guest. She has an admirable career in the field of education. Let's hear Professor Green's thought on the matter. I just want to ask you a few questions about, you know, our education system. All right. So my first question would be, if you could summarize it, how do you think the education system evolved over time? I think that evolved for the better. Now we have more computers and we have a different way of writing because we can now write on the laptops and we can hand everything in online. So it makes it more convenient for both teachers and students. Okay. Um, is the traditional education system inherently bad or are there positive aspects that may not be seen that we may not be seeing clearly? I think in our uh, society today, it wouldn't really work to have the traditional way. But um, of course, I think there's bad things and positive things with the aspect of traditional education. Okay. And so what are the main differences between the traditional and modern education systems? I would definitely say that we have laptops and just the way now that we can, like I said before, man, uh, hand everything in, it's more convenient. But um, I also think that the traditional um, education system is in a way better for the teacher and the student to kind of have more communication than it is online. So, yeah. Okay, thank you so much, Professor Green. It was so nice talking to you today. Thank you, Professor Green. It was very important. Not to be forgotten are our last two guests, Jason and Laura. They are American students. Their purpose in being here is to give us some ideas as pupils inside the system itself. Okay, today we have our student. His name is Jason. I'm going to be asking him a couple of questions about, you know, our education system here in the United States. So. My um, first question is, how does the modern education system promote critical thinking, life skills, and decision-making skills using technology? Um, it's kind of hard to explain because a lot of it isn't, because a lot of teachers nowadays kind of just assume most young people already know how a lot of technology, a lot of modern technology works. Um, and some of them do, some of them don't, but... It definitely promotes it. It definitely has a good good way of just integrating it into or making sure that a lot of modern assignments and stuff have it involved in some way, shape, or form. That's for better or for worse because sometimes it's more suited for hands-on work and sometimes the digital stuff can come in handy. But overall, the... The, the use of modern technology is definitely promoted, e even if it's not always, like, used for, even, even if it's not used for, like, say, critical thinking. Like, it's, it's, critical thinking is definitely something that just has more to do with whatever the lesson is than whatever technology is involved, because the, because the whether or not the technology is involved in a good way depends on the teacher or professor. Thank you so much, Jason. <clears throat> Does the traditional education system hinder the development of talented students who may not excel in academics, or is that just an excuse? Probably, and I'd say 
I don't think I'm the right person to answer that, but probably, yeah, I think it does. Most, a lot of very well-known people today don't, don't really have some, a lot of well-known and successful people today don't really need, don't really need like an educational, their educational system is not traditional, quote unquote. It wasn't, it wasn't very, you know, sometimes they, you know, flunked a bunch of classes that a lot of people have to pass. And sometimes they've done a lot of, they, you know, a lot of the time, a lot of the, it's not suitable. It's not that suited for everyone. It's more suited for just the average person or just the, what people perceive to be the majority of people. It's not really, it's, it's definitely not perfect and definitely has a lot of inaccessibility to it, but not, some people don't really have a choice. So, and I'm probably oversimplifying it because there probably are ways that it can work for people, for people who are, you know, for the people it's not built for, but the the fact that some people have more trouble than others in ways that in in ways that are out of their control is definitely something to consider. Thank you so much. Okay, and we now have our another student interview whose name is Laura. So Laura, um, in the traditional education system, the learning process is teacher centered. How does this affect students' ability to improve their talents? Yeah, um, great question. I think um, with a teacher centered education system the academics is very generalized and it doesn't um, it can't be adapted as well to fit every student's individual needs um, I think this uh, lack of flexibility in how students can learn uh, does affect a student's ability to improve their talents because a student who doesn't do well in the traditional system may feel left behind at all times and the system can't keep up with them to change that thing thank you <clears throat> In the modern education system, the learning process is learner-centered. How does this adaptability benefit students? Well, as I mentioned previously, um, different students learn in many different ways. Some students memorize things better, uh, others uh, cannot and prefer more hands-on activities. So, um, in a more modern learner-centered education system, uh, the students are benefited by being able to do what's um, best for them instead of uh, doing what everyone is supposed to do. Thank you. Last question. Is there a better education system or do both the traditional and modern systems have their own unique purposes and benefits? I think both education systems have their own importance. I think traditional uh, education system has a lot of mm, important elements of like respect uh, for your professors that I think sometimes is lost in modern education system. But in general, the adaptability of the modern education system is, uh, in my opinion, much superior to the traditional system of education. Thank you so much. Our episode has come to an end. I appreciate your attention. Please feel free to express your thoughts in the comment section. Remember to check out the social media accounts we have listed in the description. Abdullah Ghibli was your presenter and the Yemeni podcast manager. A special thanks to the podcast Mavericks team, Talia Seriachi, the American podcast manager, Ada Christina Deval, the podcast outreach manager, Saeed Bawazir, the podcast marketing and social media specialist, Hamad Magra, the podcast graphic designer, Jonathan Horowitz, the podcast audio engineer, Amina Hamilton, the American podcast host, Asma Batman, the Yemeni podcast host, and Amira Ashawosh, 
podcast host Flutter.